All right. Well, we are here and we are live doing a, our devotional, like super duper live today. Uh, we're sitting socially distanced, but still near each other. And this is streaming live to YouTube. So that's kind of uh, different and exciting. So if you ever watch this, this is like uncut. This is all this is and one and done. It is. It's one and done. But it'll give you the idea or at least let you know that we don't do a whole lot of editing on what we put out anyway. <laughs> no, so, zero. Almost zero. So the difference between this and a normal or regular uh, podcast is going to be, uh, or, or Devo, probably won't be that different. I, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot different for the end viewer, but uh, we're doing this like this, so there we go. And there it today, is. if you didn't know, is Ash Wednesday. Correct. So we are going to talk about... Uh, all things Ash Wednesday related, Lent related, uh, kind of exciting stuff. And I think to kick this off, we really need to check out our uh, uh, Bible passage. Today we're going to check out oh, Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to look at verses 16 through 18. And this is titled Fasting. You might wonder, okay, how is this like related to Lent? Uh, you... How is this related to Lent? You are going to find out. So uh, Matthew, what are we in? Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Yeah, verses 16 through 18. Just three simple verses. Yes. And in my Bible, they are all red. It's all red. Yeah, in mine, it's all red too. So red text, that means that it is uh, Jesus talking. Okay. So, Jamie, how about you go ahead and uh, give this a little little read for us? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Matthew 6, chapter 6, or chapter 6, verse 16. That's a lot, a lot to say all at once. <laughs> Fasting. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head, and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the other perk about us doing this live is someone might just roll through the door and that's then they're going to be on, on our show. So It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. So uh, there we go. So why fasting when we're talking about Lent? It's a good question. I like did a lot of research this morning Ooh. on why culture gives up something for Lent. Okay. Like, yeah, you might have, might have heard like people give up cookies or a soda or sugar or, or anything. And it actually started with fasting. People so, giving up fasting. Okay. Do you want me to go through like the whole history really quick? Yeah, let's okay. hear it, man. This you like did the fast. research. We don't normally do research for these. We just do them. So, Patrick, yeah. well, you put in a it little like, extra effort. So, let's Well, it was research for something else. It just okay. happens oh, to okay. like all come together. So, basically, uh, early church, uh -huh. the 40 days before what was like historically Easter, mm -hmm. uh, people would always get baptized on Easter and they would fast for 40 days before that. And in the early church, the entire, everyone in the church congregation would fast with the people that were going to get baptized. And now the fasting before being, being baptized was kind of removed and taken out of the church when infant baptism became a thing. 
But then what's really crazy is people would still fast, but only give up eating meat. And so in the early 1900s, the Catholics said, okay, you're not allowed to eat meat on Fridays, but if you give up meat for all of Lent, you are allowed to eat meat on Fridays for the rest of the year. Okay, so oh, kind of different. Okay. But then they decided to make add one other element or aspect that's like really confusing. And they said, if you can exchange giving up meat for Lent for giving up something else, and if you give up something else, you can eat meat year round. Does that make sense? It's kind of yes. like a, a, lot of, a lot of trading going on. Yeah. And so there's like a, a Catholic priest that actually said, if you, you can give up your cell phone for 40 days for Lent and eat meat year round all year long. And that's kind of how the idea of giving up something for 40 days before Lent kind of came to be. And, and if you're a vegetarian, sorry, you don't get any <laughs> extra bonuses. Yeah, no, no bonuses. Okay. But everyone does. I mean, for the math people out there, it is 45 days from Ash Wednesday to Easter. So everyone gets Sundays off. That's kind of like a good way to, to think about it. I like it. So let's, let's begin with the first three words. When you fast is the first three words of our passage today. Yeah. Now, Patrick, this seems to imply that everyone fasts. I'm wondering, what is, what is the longest you have gone where you've intentionally fasted, not eaten food? Intentionally fasted would be 24 hours. 24 hours. 24 hours. I think unintentionally because of medical stuff, I've fasted for longer than that. Yep. But uh, I like, don't remember that because there's like a lot of other problems. Like, yeah, stuff going on. Before uh -huh. an appendectomy, something like that. Ooh, yeah. Kind of, yeah, we're not we're going to spare the details for sure. that. Sure. But uh, 24 hours, I've never fasted longer than that. And I remember at the end, to break the fast, I got four by four from In-N-Out. And one of the worst things to do is eat a lot after fasting. Yeah, it's that like, is, that's how you get they say sick. that's pretty bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 24 hours, I fasted once for 48 hours. Um, and I don't think I've gone a lot longer than that, other than maybe some medical stuff. But, uh, but intentionally like fasting mm. and it is funny. Like when you fast, I think some people think, oh no, like you're going to feel hungry and then you're going to feel more hungry. And then it's just going to get like worse and worse and worse until you're really, really hungry. But usually that's not the way it works when you fast. Typically what happens is, yeah, you'll get hungry, but you get hungry all the time, right? right yeah. You get hungry, you, like, you wake up in the morning and you have breakfast, which is breaking a fast, right? Yeah. So yeah. You wake up and you're like, I'm hungry, I need to eat something. Or maybe you're in the middle of your day and you realize you haven't eaten much, so you start to feel hungry. That feeling that you have of being hungry is is uh, kind of the same or the worst it really gets when you fast. Mm -hmm. um, the other things that'll happen when you fast, this is just to let you know, is you will sometimes feel like you might have low blood sugar and people do all sorts of different types of fasts. Mm -hmm. So some people will still drink uh, juices, so they're still getting sugar in. Some people will do a fast where they only fast in the uh, daylight hours, yeah. um, but they'll eat at night. Yeah. Um, some people will fast where they just pick, you know, one or two items that they're taking, you know, out. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's always kind of the same ideas that fasting is a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, fasting is a way for us to think more about God. Yeah. And to put something like to take a privilege that we have and to put that aside yeah. so that we can instead focus on God. Now, this passage is giving, telling us like 
how should we fast? Yeah, it's not saying uh, like you should do this. It's saying when you do it. Right. Uh, right. So fasting has been uh, a practice has been around for yeah. a very long time. So it's not like saying you should brush your teeth. It's saying when you brush your teeth. <laughs> yeah, do it done. for like yes. do it for thirty seconds and then you. Know. Oh, is that how long? Well, that's what I. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. I was just like, done, you know, but right. whatever. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Everyone has their own way. Um, all right, so when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Um, somber. Well, how would you, like, give me your best somber face. <laughs> That's hard to do on command, but. I know, but, right? I would say, like, Okay, all right. Yeah, that's good. I would think like somber would be like hanging your head low and like looking like you're in pain, maybe. Right? I don't know. Um, But it looks like in this passage, what Jesus is telling uh, the people here is that there are these folks. He calls them hypocrites. Hypocrite is someone who says something and does the opposite. Right. Right. So most likely Jesus is referring to some of the teachers of the law who at that time were trying to tell people to be holy, but then they're being jerks uh, and treating people poorly. Right. So the hypocrites, sometimes this phrase will say hypocrites and teachers of the law. Mm. Uh, we hear that in scripture too. So what he's saying is that these people, they're, they look somber when they fast, they disfigure their faces because they want other people to know that they're fasting. Mm. Now, when I was a kid, um, I don't know how much I would do this, but like if you got hurt or maybe like maybe even when you're playing sports, right? Mm. There's always what people call the flop where, <laughs> you know, where like, yeah, did you get fouled? Not really. But you flop, you throw, you flail, you, you throw yourself out and made it, make it look like you got, you know, yeah, make it look like something happened. Yeah, look yeah. like you got hurt. This is kind of what it's saying. It's like when you fast, don't don't flop. Don't don't make it look like you're fasting. Yeah. Um, and he gives a reason for that. He says, truly, I tell you, they received their reward in full. Now, what is the reward they're looking for in this versus what is the reward that you should be looking for when you're fasting? Yeah. I mean, if they're looking like somber, then they probably are more focused on, uh, the fact that their body is like having a response to lack of nutrients opposed to them actually spending time. Uh, growing closer to Christ. Yes. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right. So uh, if the reward of fasting is looking cool or looking extra spiritual or extra holy, yeah, uh, then, you know, why not just buy a t-shirt that says I'm super holy or something, right? Uh, you know, like, <laughs> why not just do something that that is going to make you feel, you know, or at least look outwardly like you're holy. But yeah. What Jesus is saying is that's not what it's about, right? Right. It's not yeah. about your appearance. It's not about what your image is. Yeah. So, and I always have a hard time with that. Like when you're picking clothes uh, to wear, especially like let's say you're in high school or middle school and you don't, you don't want to like pretend you're something you're not, right? Right. So like the amount of shirts and sweatshirts that uh, surf brands sell versus the amount of people that actually surf is oh, very yeah. different. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Tons of people are going to wear surf gear who don't surf. Yeah. It's just the way things go. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so what Jesus is saying here is like, don't, you know, don't wear the surf shirt when you don't surf. Uh, <laughs> Cause there's nothing in it for you. 
Right. Um, instead, like maybe just go out, you know, go paddle out, <laughs> see yeah. what this is like, you know, give it a shot. Yeah. Um, Jesus wants you to experience something, not just to sort of flex and pretend that you're something. Yeah. yeah. I like a kind of example that I yeah. like is people will go to uh, like country concerts, country mm. artists concert, mm-hmm. and they'll wear their cowboy boots. Like, well, yeah. have those boots ever seen mud? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, okay. But like, right. maybe not. You know, it's kind of like same idea. I, I, I hear that. Or some people will get uh, pickup trucks and they'll lift them up in the air like 20 feet and put giant <laughs> tires on them uh, to show that they're like big off-roading car and they'll never touch dirt ever. Yeah. They're always on the pavement. <laughs> doesn't It doesn't really add up. So I think this is kind of what Jesus is saying. Like, don't be a hypocrite. Yeah, absolutely. In verse 17, but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face. Now, that seems kind of out of nowhere, but... Uh, a lot of times when people would fast, they would not uh, bathe themselves as well. Whoa. Uh, they would not uh, uh, take a shower or a bath. They would not shave. Mm. Uh, and so people would kind of associate fasting with that as well. That's, I yeah. think, what Jesus is saying. You don't really need to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's kind of going the full opposite here, right? He's saying, you know, when you fast, you're kind of hiding the fact that you're fasting. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, because you're not doing it for other people. So verse 18, right? So that it will not be obvious to others that you're fasting, but only to your father who's unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Right. Um, so this is this whole idea of when you're doing things, you know, your righteous acts are good things for the Lord. You're not doing it for other people. Yeah. You're doing it for God. Yeah. And so uh, I know that, we're in Lent. Yeah. Today is, is the first day, and it's going to last uh, to Easter. Mm-hmm. And Lent is is a time when sometimes people want to tell you about what they're doing for Lent. You know, they'll yeah. say, oh, I'm giving up chocolate, or yeah. I'm going to, you know, do something else. I don't know what you've given up before for Lent. Yeah. Um, I gave up soda like 20 years ago or something. Oh, yeah. Um, I've done that before. Yeah, because I was drinking a lot of soda, and I was telling people, like, hey, I'm just I'm going to give up soda. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really good because I saved money. Oh, yeah. When I would go out to <laughs> eat, I'm like, I'll just have a water, you know? So I save a little bit of, I'll save a little bit of money, and then I would uh, also save a lot of calories. I lost 20 pounds. Oh, yeah. Nice. The first, yeah, that first Lent, I lost 20 pounds. Dang. That's pretty good. That's a lot of soda. Yeah. I'll just say I was drinking a lot of soda. Um, but it's not about, and fasting isn't about, uh, necessarily about our physical health, right? Mm-hmm. It's about our spiritual health. Yeah. And so when we think about what we're giving up, sometimes people will also go on the other side of things and say, what am I going to take on? During yeah. Lent? You know, what, what extra things might I do? Like maybe during Lent this year, your thought is I'm going to help, um, at a soup kitchen, or I'm gonna donate to you know a local charity, yeah. or I'm gonna help my neighbor across the street who needs help taking their trash out on Tuesdays or whenever your trash goes out, you know? Yeah. And you're like, I'm gonna take that on. Um, but here's the one thing. This is the part that we, you gotta be careful with, and this is what this warning is saying. Don't post all about it, you know? Don't yeah. start sharing it with everyone so that you're getting some, you know, people are gonna think, oh yeah, you're like super holy. Right. Or you're super righteous. Or yeah. you're like doing the right thing. 
don't don't bother to do that. In fact, it's even better if you hide it, mm-hmm. right? If right. you're kind of like, yeah, I help my neighbor, but like I'm not really letting anyone know. I'm just doing it, you know? Yeah, and one thing I've, I've been like a big believer of adding something during Lent for a long time mm-hmm. because I like the idea of self-discipline and spiritual growth. They can yeah. go hand in hand. Yeah. And so one thing that I tell middle schoolers almost every Lent is whatever you're going to give up, whenever you are approaching that thing that you're giving up, do a, a spiritual discipline instead. So for example, if you're going to give up soda and you find yourself rolling up to the refrigerator to uh, grab a soda, instead of grabbing a soda to like drink it, take a moment and pray for someone and don't, don't take mm. the soda. So you're practicing the self-discipline with spiritual discipline as well. And you'll experience a lot of uh, growth in your relationship with Christ and you're like doing two things and that's uh, two is better than one. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's, you know, that's the whole idea of picking up something is great to do during Lent. Yeah. Um, the other thing that can be uh, kind of interesting or that I've, I've kind of dealt with too is people, uh, they like to ask, well, what's so special about this season? You know, mm-hmm. why this season? Um, why, why can't we do this any day? Yeah. And the truth is you can do it any day. You <laughs> right. can do yeah. it any time, right? Yeah. But this is just sort of like one more reason to try it now. Yeah. Um, and so I would even add some things to this. Maybe there's something you're going through right now that's tough. Uh, maybe you have uh, an issue in your family or a medical issue or a financial issue or just something that's like out there that you're just dealing with. During Lent, it's actually a good time to just sort of give that over to the Lord. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean like to ignore it like it doesn't exist. It also doesn't mean to get hyper focused on it. Uh-huh. Um, but instead, to lift that up to the Lord during prayer and say, God, like during Lent, I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to try to lay whatever the situation is in your hands. Yeah. And spend time praying about it once a day yeah. uh, and watch what God does. God can do some amazing things when we start to try to listen to what he's doing yeah. uh, and get in line and in tune with what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and this is this is what's kind of cool about this passage is that Jesus said, hey, here's the way I want you to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, people have been doing it their own way. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the the story of, of, uh, of humanity is people, we just do things our own way. Yeah. We're like, you know, I don't want to listen to the Bible. I don't want to listen to to anyone else. I just want to, I just want to do it my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's wrong with that is when we start to do things our own way, we, we get off track. We get moving in the wrong way, in the wrong course. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus shows up and he's kind of giving a course correction to people. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying, Hey, you know what? There's rewards for you. Uh, God wants to bless you. Uh, and that's true. Uh, God does want to bless people. Um, So listen to what God has to say. And what he has to say is when you do your fasting, when you do your um, acts of of service, when you do all of these things for the Lord, you're doing them for the Lord. God is the audience, not other people. Um, So don't go uh, showing off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. Thanks for tuning in to today's devotional on Ash Wednesday. Hope you all can have a, a good season of personal growth during Lent. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye.